Well, hello and welcome to the Informed Traveler podcast, a weekly travel podcast where our goal is to help you become a more informed traveler. And I'm your host, Randy Sharman. On this week's podcast, we're going coast to coast. First, we'll head to the East Coast to St. John's, Newfoundland, and visit the Alt St. John's Hotel, located right on the waterfront. The views are beautiful there. And then we'll swing back to the West Coast and head to the magical kingdom of Disneyland, California, to see what's new there. But since Christmas is not that far off, we want to start the podcast getting some Christmas gift ideas for the travel lover on your gift list. And for that, we're joined now by Kim Craig. She is the manager of Pipestone Travel Store. Their website is pipestonetravelstore.com. Hi, Kim. Good morning. I guess it's a busy time for anybody in retail. Just over two weeks to go. Has the mad rush started yet? Oh, the mad rush has begun. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You're, well, uh, uh, for the last minute people, uh, there's still a couple of weeks away. So for people who have travelers on their Christmas list, uh, what are some of the items that are out there that uh, might be uh, new and kind of unique? Well, the first thing on the list for sure is our secret wallets. Uh, they are made in Holland. They are a uh, titanium and leather, um, and they hold about five credit cards, but the cool thing is they've got a little lever. Your credit cards pop up uh, with the RFID blocking in it, um, so you can just kind of tap your way through and then push your cards back in. You never have to take them out of your wallet. Really? Um, yeah, they're absolutely amazing, they're, and uh, they've been around in the U.K. for quite some time, um, but fairly new to North America, probably within the last year or two, uh-huh. so very limited uh, stores carrying them. And they're just for credit cards, or is there just a normal uh, nope. wallet you can put money in there, too? And Yeah, no, they open up. There's a little clasp on the front. They open up, and there's room for more credit cards in there and then a billfold. So you can put your euro, uh, the euro fit in there, and you can put, uh, you know, your Canadian currency or what have you. So. And what was it called again? Secret Wallet. Secret. S-E-C-R-I-D. Secret. Nice. And yeah. I always struggle trying to get the credit cards out of my wallet. So. Yeah. <laughs> Not that they have so many, you know. But no, I know. And when you travel, you don't take as many, right? True. So th- these fit probably about six credit cards inside, um, you know, in, in the slot. And then mm-hmm. inside, you can fit probably about four or five more. So Nice. Well, that's a lot of spending you could do with six or seven or more yeah. credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> but your driver's license and everything will fit in True. there. True. And your so ID and everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, that's that's a great idea. All right. It's excellent. Um, another popular thing right now are our Covey wraps. Uh, they're made by Parkhurst, a company out of Toronto. Um, so Canadian made. And they are one size fits all. You can wear it over your dress for Christmas. You can wear it on the plane uh, if it's a bit chilly. They're just a great accessory for any woman. Is this the kind of stuff you would wear poolside, or are they a little heavier for that? No, a little heavier. So more, um, you, you know, more for pl- uh, like on the plane mm-hmm. or um, in the evening if you're doing cruises and things like that, just kind of dress your outfit up. And, and it's just a wrap. It just goes around it's your a, shoulders. Yeah. How long is it? Yeah. Uh, how long is it? Yeah. Like how, um, how, much, how much would it cover is what I mean. Um, it kind of just drops down in behind the rear end a little oh, bit. nice. Yeah. And then just um, there's a little latch at the top uh, left-hand side that you can put the other piece through. So it, it's very elegant looking, but you can dress it up or dress it down. It's a great piece. You're right. It'd be perfect for cruises on the formal nights and semi-formal Absolutely. nights and even on a casual night, right? You bet. Yes. Nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's two. Two. Um, another big seller right now, because we've got a lot of people that are heading to poolside, um, 
um, would be our waterproof pouches. Mm. And they're great because you can have your cell phone in there and you can have your passport or your hotel room key or some cash. You can swim with it. It's completely waterproof, uh, good for 65 feet uh, submersion. And, um, yeah, they come in fun colors. You can wear it around your neck or your waist or what have you. It does float as well, and you can use your camera while it's in there. Perfect. Well, and yeah, does it have, does it come with a little bit of a belt or it like is. how does that yeah. work? Yeah, it comes with, uh, there's a little piece at the top that you can put um, the strap through mm-hmm. and you can wear it uh, crossbody. You can wear it around your neck or your waist or, or what have you. And it fits, it fits pretty much every, uh, every cell phone. So all the way to seven plus and galaxy uh, note seven. So it's a good size. Well, I think uh, that's, that's a key thing for, like, I always find that a problem uh, with my, because uh, there's only two things I'm going to take to the pool my room key, right. and my cell phone. That's because right. Because you can never go without your cell phone, right? Oh, <laughs> well, true enough. A lot of people use that for photos now. So, yeah, that's know, true. That's great, true. Uh, yeah, great photography uh, options with your cell phone. So, yeah. You and you don't even have to take it out of the, the bag, right? No. Or, Nope. That, nope. You can use and it right I, in there. That would be good for the beach, too, because it would keep the sand away exactly. from it, too, right? Yes. Yes. They're excellent. Yeah. I've, we're off to Cuba in, in January. I've already got mine. So, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Okay, one more. <laughs> Okay, last thing would be our starter set, uh, packet starter set. This is, this is basically the gift of organization for mm-hmm. any traveler on your list. Um, it comes with three pieces, so a folder and two cubes. So you can pretty much, you can pack over 45 items of clothing in these. Um, and it just keeps your bag very organized. And we've talked about that before, but when you're traveling, organization is everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, it comes in a multitude of colors. It's for that hard to buy person uh, that kind of has everything for travel. But this is the gift of organization, uh, to be sure. And would these fit in a carry-on bag? Absolutely. Yep. Perfect. Yep. They'll fit in a 20-inch bag all the way up to, you know, a 36-inch. So, awesome. Yeah. You yeah. saved yourself the, the fee for checked luggage right there. <laughs> exactly. They keep changing the bar, though. We never know and, well, what checked luggage is or carry-on luggage anymore. So. I actually see it right on the uh, first page of your website, the packet right. starter set. So, yeah. And the website is pipestonetravelstore.com. You can order online, right? Absolutely, you can. Awesome. Kim Craig is the general manager of Pipestone Travel Store. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas, Randy. Thanks so much. Well, if you've ever visited St. John's, Newfoundland, you'll know the waterfront can be a marvelous place to enjoy among other spots to see and do in Newfoundland. But one place to stay while you're there is the Alt St. John's Hotel, where you can enjoy the view right from your own hotel room. And to tell us more about the Alt St. John's is the general manager. He is Mark Shea. He's on the phone now. Hi, Mark. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm excited to learn about the Alt St. John's. I have to admit... I haven't been to St. John's, Newfoundland, so um, anything you tell me will be brand new to me. But uh, let's, let's just start the, uh, the basics. Where is the Alt St. John's located, and how long have you been part of the hotel scene in St. John's, Newfoundland? No, of course. I mean, I've uh, been traveling, uh, going to St. John's. It's been about a year and a half now. Uh, we opened the hotel actually just over a year ago now, just a tad over a year uh, we're located right on Water Street, uh, which is a, a phenomenal location. It, it's probably the kind of the hub of, of downtown St. John's would be Water Street. It's where all the you know the main restaurants or a lot of the main restaurants and shops and little boutiques are located. 
Uh, we're on a, a great location, um, right? So we're right off the water. We have these tremendous views. Uh, we're centrally located. You know, we're we're close enough to George Street, but but far enough away from it. We're you know sometimes that late night stuff. You know, we're we're just in a a great spot. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it sounds like you know. it. Yeah. No, it's it's it really is. I think location's number one, and and you, we have this great uh, terrace on the the back side of the hotel that is is open. You know, when when the weather is obviously you know suitable for it. Uh-huh. But we have these the great view of the Narrows, uh, and the Narrows are obviously you know, kind of what leads into the St. John's Harbor. Mm-hmm. And then if you take the, the boats out through the Narrows, you're into the open sea. So we have this this great view of the Narrows and Siddle Hill, which is up on the, the top. Um, and just, it's nothing, you know, nothing but water and, and, and a working harbor in downtown St. John's, which is, which is actually really neat because we have the ships that, that are right along that working harbor. They're out there, you know, doing their thing. And it's, it's fun. It's, it's honestly just fun to sit in the rooms or in the lobby and work and, and, you know, stare out into the harbor and the open waters. And it's, uh, yeah, it's a great, uh, great views, great place to be for sure. Mm -hmm. And, And close to everything as well. I mean, you know, we're right next door to Raymond's Restaurant, which is, you know, one of Canada's best restaurants. And, you know, we partner with them. We have a, a restaurant uh, a room package that we work with them as well and, uh, and and some other great places around as well. So it's a good location. No kidding. I think that's an understatement. If you're right along the waterfront and as soon as you step out the uh, main lobby, you've, uh, you're have you within walking distance of pretty much everything you want to see in St. John's. Isn't that correct? A- absolutely. Yeah, no, without a doubt. Uh, we have some great partnerships with, you know, some of the main tour operators out there. So, you know, uh, we, we run uh, iceberg tours uh, with a company called Iceberg Quest. You know, we run a package with them, and that's been really popular. And uh, O'Brien's, uh, St. John's is really well known in in, um, in, w- in one of their main harbors for, for bird bird watching and all mm-hmm. the different species of birds. And they, they run tours, and we have packages with them. So there's there's lots to do there. I mean... Um, you know, it's uh, it's a great place to visit for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's talk about the hotel itself. Uh, how many rooms and what kind of amenities you uh, you offer your guests? Uh, absolutely. So, you know, f- first of all, we're a 148 room hotel. Um, uh, I would say, that, you know, for 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 our rooms, they're 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 absolutely beautiful, and there's a lot of technology that comes along with the rooms. So, for instance, uh, I mean, when you're in the rooms, all the uh, blinds and the heating and the AC and all that is controlled by a, a remote control pad as you enter the room. And there's also a panel, which is right beside the bed. So you can actually control the lighting. Uh, the blinds are remote controlled, so they go up or down with a push of a button. And that's all controlled from the bedside or the main panel as you walk in the room. Uh, the AC and the cooling, I mean, everything is, is r- really technical. It's, it's uh, easy to use, but really convenient and, and just kind of just fun as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rooms are a nice open concept, uh, you know, funky furniture. Uh, we take a lot of pride in our, our beds where, you know, if you read uh, the reviews about, you know, all our hotels within Group Germain, uh, the beds are, are always a, a great positive point and, and great feedback that we get. They're super comfortable. Um, we have, you know, Chromecast in our rooms. Uh, there's panels in the rooms where you can connect your laptop uh, through an HDMI connection, mm-hmm. and you can stream through your television as well. Uh, so that's been another thing that I think sets us apart is really popular. Uh, our, our bathrooms are once again, you know, rainfall shower heads. Uh, you know, just a nice, sim- nice, great design. 
the soap products are the pump bottles, so they're environmentally friendly as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, a, but a great uh, Bella Pella product, which is, uh, is nice and, and high-end. Uh, a lot of great feedback on that as well. So, um, and then obviously, you know, we have the, the Harbour View rooms, which, you know, the, the views are unbelievable. But even on our city side, you know, just because of our location and where we are right on the corner there, there's great views of the city and, and views of Water Street. So there really isn't a bad, you know, place to be in the hotel in terms of our rooms. Everywhere has got a, you know, you're not staring at another building right next door. There, there's always something interesting to look at for uh-huh. sure. Well, I guess you just yeah. wouldn't want to leave your room then. <laughs> you have all the no, amenities sure. you need. Well, you got a great view. Why would you leave? But there are things, our... lots, lots of things to do and see in St. John's that I gather. But uh, this time of year in particular, tell me what it's like. Uh, I always think it, uh, it's really fun to be uh, in the hotel atmosphere over the holiday season. Uh, holidays get, or the hotels get all decked out, and, and it seems to me it's just more special. That might be just my opinion, but but what's it like uh, Christmas time around uh, the uh, Alt St. John's and in St. John's in particular? No, of course. I mean, you know, one thing about our, our lobby as well, it's a very open concept and, and very, you know, we have communal seating, and so we encourage people to, to come down to our lobby. Like, as cozy and comfortable as the rooms are, we really you know, we really have designed our, our lobby ar- around people coming down to do their work. There's multiple outlets and a great strong Wi-Fi connection that's open. So a lot of people will actually come down to the lobby and do their evening work there, which is which is nice. There's a great atmosphere there. Um, in in St. John's in the, in the wintertime, I mean, not, not lying, I mean, the weather is unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Um, it always has been. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, that's just the way, uh, that's just the way St. John's is. Um, but th- there's a great community spirit there uh, around the holiday season, and in general, uh, they you know we, the Santa Claus parade was out there a couple weeks ago, which actually comes right in front of the hotel. Um, so a lot of our guests, uh, that's you know we had a, a large Christmas party on the Saturday night, and Sunday morning was the Santa Claus parade. So you know our guests were able to to be right there for it, right in front of the property. They could either watch from their rooms or come down. So. Um, there's a lot of different great communal parks for ice skating and things of that nature. Uh, a lot of the restaurants do winter packages and things like that. So, I mean, obviously, although, you know, travel slows down in the winter months mm-hmm. to St. John's, there's, there's still a lot that they do. And, and there's a big sense of community in St. John's where mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're always cut, trying to come up with, with a different, uh, I don't know. I don't want to say festival. That's not the right word. But they're they're always looking at ways to do things and partner up and and do something exciting to bring people in. And that's one thing that that I enjoy about St. John's. They're they're always looking at uh, you know uh, a way to to kind of create some excitement. Mm-hmm. For sure. uh, well, eventually the snow melts and it does warm up, and you get into the uh, warmer months. What is a good time to visit St. John's? Yeah, I, I mean my end end of June, July is always really fun because that's the big iceberg season. Uh, and that that is when they they're they're at their full potential and Wales as well. I mean Wales, July and August, but you know June, July are really prime time. I would say that's some of the busier like the busy couple months in St. John's. I mean August and September are still really strong, but but everybody wants to see the icebergs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's thrilling. Like I I saw icebergs for the first time a couple years ago, and I was you're just like a little kid and <laughs> and you know humpback whales and everything right off the boat. I mean I was out uh, I was out this summer a couple times because you know we have that great package, and so obviously you know it's it's a bit of a perk to be able to take advantage of it. Um, and it's just, it's unbelievable. It's just, it's a special place. 
Um, and that time of year, there's just, there's a lot of activity, a lot of excitement. Locals are excited. They're coming out from maybe some of their winter hibernation. Mm -hmm. Uh, The weather's starting to warm up. The icebergs are coming down. Whales are out. Uh, Restaurants are geared up. Uh, You know, there's obviously a lot of nightlife in St. John's as well. I mean, they're well known for that off George Street. Uh Uh, And George Street stays busy all year round, but there's a bit of an extra buzz as well when, when, uh, you know, a lot more travel comes in. So it's a, it's a it's a fun place to be for sure. Well, it sounds like it. It's the uh, Alt St. John's. Uh, the web, you can find it on the website althotels.com. And Mark Shea is the general manager of the Alt St. John's. I uh, appreciate your insight, Mark, and uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So when was the last time you were in Disneyland, or perhaps you've never been? Well, either way, there's always something new to see to do in Disneyland as they are constantly updating their attractions. To share with us some of those new sights and things to see and do is Marley Morrison. She is the Managing Director of Disney Parks and Resorts. The website is Disneyland.ca. Hi, Marley. Well, Randy, how are you? It's a magical day. How's that? It's always a magical day when you talk about Disney. I know, right? I had to start out with that. <laughs> oh, you know what? I love talking. I'm so glad you called me because it's so much fun telling you what's new, what's next. Well, let's, let's start there. What is new? It's been a couple of years since I've been there, so uh, get me caught up to speed on uh, what's new at uh, Disneyland. We're talking about the Disneyland Park in California now, right, for people. just We are, yeah. yes. Okay. Yes, you're right, because we do have two parks, as you know. We do have the Disneyland in California, which is the original theme park that Walt opened back in 1955. But we also have the Walt Disney Resort, which is in Orlando, mm-hmm. which opened in 1971. But today we're going to talk about where it all began, where all the magic began with uh, Disneyland. And, you know, I was lucky enough just to be there to see it all done up for Christmas. And, oh, my gosh, Randy, Disneyland at Christmas is phenomenal. I could only then, imagine. You can only imagine yeah. how our Disney animals have come out and, you know, put a 60-foot-high tree in Main Street and how we dripped uh, Sleeping Beauty's uh, castle with LED lights. Like, it is phenomenal to see. So much fun. Mm-hmm. Well, let's start with, uh, well, that's Christmas. Once Christmas is <laughs> over, the park is still open. <laughs> so. Well, it totally is open 365 days a year. You're right. So what I really enjoyed seeing was how we've taken uh, Disney's California Adventure Park to the next level. So mm-hmm. for those who have never been to Disneyland, there's actually two theme parks. We have our Disneyland traditional park, you know, what you think of with the castle, mm-hmm. the small world, etc. But then we open Disney's California Adventure Park right next door. And there you'll find also really cool things such as, you know, Disney's new Radiator, Radiator Springs, you know, Cars Land. That opened in 2012. But we also have Pixar Pier. So, if you're a Pixar fan, which, Randy, I imagine you are. You've yes. got young kids. You've probably seen lots of Pixar movies, right? Pretty much all of them, I think. Do you have a favorite amongst the Pixar realm? Mm, well, I, I, I think Toy Story is still ranks oh. right up there, yeah. Buzz and Woody. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse. Well, you can meet Buzz and Woody at Pixar Pier now. And Pixar Pier is a magical place, all things Pixar. So you've got, for those Fans of The Incredibles, such as myself. I like that one, uh, too. We, 
Yeah, Jack-Jack. Baby Jack-Jack. Does he not steal everything? <laughs> and burns everything, apparently. <laughs> and, well, that is true. Well, now you can go on an adventure with the uh, Paro family who are trying to, you know, find Jack-Jack as you go on the new Incredicoaster, and it's super fun. And then we also had Toy Story Mania. So for those fans of Toy Story, you can play along in Toy Story Mania, it's a really fun type of arcade game, which is kind of a 4D that you are actually riding along in, and that is super fun. So, yes, for those fans of all things Pixar, Pixar Pier is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Well, is it age-specific when you talk about uh, Calif- the, the adventure park versus uh, the traditional, I'm going to call it the traditional park? Is it age-specific uh, or it doesn't matter? It doesn't matter because there's something for everybody. So, for instance, at Disney's California Adventure, well... You have Pixar Pier, where which might you know um, age yourself around the you know the tween. Mm-hmm. Then you go over and you can you know go on Ariel's match, uh, Ariel's uh, undersea adventure, which may age a little younger. But then for those teenagers or young adults, they love our Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Mission Breakout adventure. So something for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents in particular, they love soaring over the world. And that is by far one of our most, you know, uh, favorite attractions uh, for all ages. So, yeah, you know, it doesn't matter which park you go to, Randy, something for everybody. Mm -hmm. And it's bigger and bigger every year, it seems. That's a wonderful thing about working with Disney is that uh, every year our Imagineers think of something, you know, new. And they bring another Disney franchise to life. So, as you probably know, uh, you know, we have our classics like Mickey and Minnie, which, by the way, how old is Mickey now? He's over 50. You know, Randy? He's over 60. He, well, you know what? <laughs> he doesn't look a day over 89, but he just turned 90. See, I told so, you he was over 60. <laughs> <laughs> but he still looks 39. So Mickey and Minnie did turn 90. It's hard to believe. But they did turn 90, and we are celebrating everything Mickey and Minnie. So if you were to come to Disneyland... Uh, this January, we've got a wonderful, you know, parade dedicated to them. We have all sorts of food and beverage, all sorts of wonderful surprises for our guests who are Mickey and Minnie fans. Mm-hmm. Well, they've but, aged you know, very well, you know. Well, they have <laughs> aged very, very well. So, you know, again, back to what our Imagineers do. I do love how, you know, with all the new franchises that Disney has um, acquired along the way, such as Marvel, Star Wars, etc., we have lots of new things. So one of the things that we're all very excited about is Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Do you know about this, Randy? No, no, tell me, tell me. All right. Well, coming sometime this spring, we don't know yet, from far, far away, we are opening Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. It is a 14-acre park, and it is basically, well, you are going to live a Star Wars adventure, and it's going to be amazing. So really can't tell you much more except to say that if you are a Star Wars fan and you've always wanted to, say, fly the Millennium Falcon, perhaps, you know, fight against the First Order, you're going to be able to do that. Cool. I guess if you're planning a trip to Disneyland, and if you've never been, a good place to start is the website, right, Disneyland.ca, because I am looking on there, and some of the things that you're talking about are uh, under the uh, the page where uh, on attractions, but there's so many things that uh, you can do. How many? How many? Can you? How, how many days would it take to see everything? 
Well, you know, with the two parks, and there was so much to do at each park, we really do recommend at least three, if not four days. Mm -hmm. It really is a multi-day vacation. Plus, you know, we also do have wonderful resort hotels there on property, which have amazing pools, lots of fun to be had at the hotels themselves, plus a Disney's downtown. So I typically tell my friends and family, give yourself four days so that you can really take it in see everything, do everything, but relax as well. Mm-hmm. The thought of being able to, you know, have a lot of fun at the parks and then go back to, say, our Disneyland Resort Hotel and hang out by a pool for the afternoon and the sun is pretty appetizing. I think that's probably the best way to do it. If you try to jam it in uh, all in one day, uh, people get tired and get grumpy and it doesn't become so magical anymore. But if you can break well, it up a little bit and, and maybe go back in the evening and watch some of the light shows, right? Well, that's it. You're right. They become maybe one of the uh, seven dwarfs. You're right. (laughs) We want to keep you happy. So, yes, I always do recommend to my friends and family, you know, one of my favorite tips is to, you know, get up, go to the park early. And when you do stay at one of our resort hotels, we uh, have something called extra magic hour or early entry days Mm -hmm. where you go in an hour before the general public come. And then you get to do a lot in that hour, of course. You know, enjoy the parks, say maybe around one or two, head back to your resort hotel, which you can walk to, by the way, Mm -hmm. so close to the theme park. Enjoy the pool uh, area. And then, yeah, you're right. You're resourced. You go back and you see the parades, the fireworks at night and the attractions, because, again, they're going to the... uh, you know, to the late hours, which is which is a nice way to finish the day, cap the night with, uh, say, the fireworks. Mm-hmm. Well, there's so much to see and do that we would uh, we'd be talking for hours upon hours, Marley. So we'll have to have you back on uh, in the new year and, and get a follow-up on all the other new things that are going on. Anything I missed you want to add, Marley? Absolutely. I want to let everybody know that we have a special ticket offer just for Canadians. And being Canadian, I do love a Canadian offer. So our Canadian resident ticket offer is $69 a day U.S. per person for each day of a three-day ticket. So I'll say that again. Mm -hmm. It's a three-day ticket. It's $69 U.S. per day. And uh, this is a special savings just for Canadians. So you can find out about it by going to Disneyland.ca or call your favorite travel agent and they can uh, take you through the details. But again, for Canadians only... Trick is, though, you have to use this ticket before the end of May 23rd. So you have to use it by May 23rd. Well, you still have lots of time, right? You have lots of time to enjoy a Disney vacation this winter. And again, what I love about it, it's for Canadians only. Uh, Marley Morrison is the Managing Director of Disney Parks and Resorts, the website Disneyland.ca. Have a magical day, Marley. (laughs) Thank you, and you have a magical day, too. And that is this week's Informed Traveler podcast. I want to thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, take a minute, rate the show, leave us a review, and tell a friend about the podcast. And if you want to drop me a line, my email address is randy at theinformedtraveler.ca. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash informedtraveler, or you can follow me on Twitter at informedtraveler.com.